It's pay now or pay later. What are we talking about? Stay tuned. Let's deep dive. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight-up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer, being able to get in some podcasting with my sister, Carrie. But since it has been a few months since she's been on, sis, would you please introduce yourself to anybody who might be new to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle? Hello, everybody. Thank you for having me. My name is Carrie Thompson. I am an MSN RN work in critical care for the last 20 years until I worked for Chrissy for the last five, almost six years. And then as Chrissy's chief operations officer, recently shifted job positions to the shipping manager here at Code Red. I have lost over 100 pounds using the Code Red lifestyle. And that was after failed weight loss surgery. If you have not listened to that podcast, you need to get on YouTube, the podcast, wherever you podcast, uh, listen to podcasts and listen to my failed weight loss surgery story. I I, I love it. I think it's, it's a called, great story. Uh, it's called Carrie's Turning Point. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. And we did an old one too. Like we've done a couple of them. Oh yeah. And we've always, I believe. And, and Carrie created a, an entire kit called the weight loss surgery survivors kit. If you go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash WLS, you'll see that it's a full kit that comes with a full video series and teaching plus supplements, plus an instructional manual. And uh, you can get that if you need it. Everybody who's about, about a third of our clients are weight loss surgery survivors. So Carrie understands. I do. And the video series tells you exactly how to do code red and be have a different kind of stomach. Because the truth is, if you have had weight loss surgery, you are not going to be able to do Code Red the same way as everybody else. And so it's really, we found a need for that. And so I created the digital uh, video learning series coming with the workbook and all of the supplements. So it's a good deal. It's a fun deal. Gail Gilmore, sister, uh, sister, sister. Sis, you don't know Gail Gilmore. She's one of our rebels. She's lost so far as of this recording, November 2nd, 2023. She's lost 112 pounds and she had weight loss surgery 20 years ago. And I think only lost like 37 pounds. Uh, and she, she was, she's been obese, morbidly obese her whole life with multiple problems. And she's done so well on code red and your weight loss surgery survivor kit was a game changer for her. And actually oh. she said, you have talked to her quite a bit online. Yeah. you You've helped her design food because with our, for our weight loss surgery survivors, we have them in, they ha we have them do protein shakes because it's about getting the nutrients and the macros without the volume. And so Carrie helped you do that. And you helped Gail sis. And, um, it has been a, just, it's amazing to watch her. Oh, and I talked to her online too. Like she on, on social media, she follows me on Instagram at Carrie Thompson RN. I have a picture. I thought I had a picture here of her and I, and I was going to hold oh, it up. She just posted. Camera. She just posted one. Okay, good. Cause I, Oh, it's just, it's so great. She says, I have two legs now before it just looked like one solid leg. Cause there was no split between her legs. She's here. I'll show you. So she just did a post. Yeah. She's so cute. And we were, we're getting ready to feature her as well. Uh, cause we're, 
we're gonna look how cute and hold oh, you on. gotta yeah a little bit closer oh, oh, oh there it is there it is oh and then let me show you the before picture hold on i gotta get it right oh maybe our podcasting guys can put up a picture of her yeah i'll send a picture oh there she is yeah gail wow sorry gail sorry gail i gotta blur my face so my wrinkles don't look so bad <laughs> Sorry about that, Gail. Please Curry's forgive me. She's got seven dogs running around behind her, so we have to well, blur that's the background. Actually, that's actually probably more the truth than anything else. <laughs> Speaking well, of dogs, dogs and kids remind me of this topic right here. I'm going to tell you why after you're oh. done talking about it. Well, we're, today we're talking about a change will come either by design or disaster. And it's so much better if you can control the narrative and you can control the situation and you can control and you can control more than what you think you can. Uh, so let's dive into this topic. I have thought about this for a long time. Of course, being in critical care, I see some crazy things, but I will tell you that I had a friend when I very first married Brandon and she was um, the person rank above me's wife and she was just so thin and it really as someone who struggled with weight my whole life, even though I was the normal size at that, at that time, I was normal size when I married Brandon, but it really bothered me that she could eat. They ate out all the time and drink Mountain Dew constantly oh. and eat crap constantly. And it really bothered me because I would think this is so unfair. We had another rebel that has since stepped away from the program. Not sure she's regained her weight or not. And she would spend every football Sunday making food for her family and being oh, yeah. so angry at her family. I mean, she was so angry that they got to eat this food seemingly without consequence. And they were both and, obese, her family, all everybody in her family was her kids, right. her husband, but, but the kids weren't as bad, right? Oh. Because well, I, like, they were it, pretty it overweight. Well, you know how when kids are little, it's, you know, they can eat more and they don't have it. The consequences are a little bit different, but, and, and Christy and I have talked about this multiple times, but I think it's time to revisit the fact that my friend now uh, has gained weight um, and Ooh. doesn't look healthy and mm -hmm. it, 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 it's coming for you. It's coming for you. It is better to get it under control in your twenties, thirties, and forties than deal with the end game of this, uh, you know, down the road. And so I, I don't quite understand. I understand that feeling of frustration. I used to get so frustrated with her when we would hang out because I, here I was half her size and I would eat, I'd be really cautious and she would eat whatever, just whatever. And I would just be like, this is so unfair. But the truth is it came for her. It came for her. It's you don't get out of it. it it's going to come for you. I always wondered what happened to her because I remember I got to meet her once too and she just had a we all wait ate for lunch we all met for lunch and she just had a big plate of like fish and chips and it was just drenched in inflammatory oils and she had dipping sauce like it was just a really unhealthy meal and I remember just going watching it like how are you so thin but it does it's it's pay now or pay later and uh you know it, it it's really too bad, Carrie. You see people in the ICU who have unchecked diabetes, uh, type two. We're not even talking about type one. We're never really talking about type one on Code Red. We just don't. Of type one, diabetics can benefit from eating uh, a, a good diet, the proper human diet of real food. But we always refer to type two and pre-diabetic diabetics. And so you'll see people who come in with type two, which is a lifestyle-driven 
uh, condition. And when your pancreas just ends up kind of getting so beat up, it just kind of starts giving up. So they have unchecked diabetes. They have let their A1C get too high. They had let their, their, their glucose just runs too high all the time. And they have a leg wound that won't heal. And it, and you have watched them come in and, and it progressively gets worse. And it's like, well, change is going to come by design or disaster. And that is a great example. I think of what would you say the things you've seen in the ICU? Right. And in and, and anybody in the medical field, it's very interesting because um, I had a patient the other day and I have a couple of patients that I <clears throat> have to tell you about. And he was like, I just like to party. I just I, I just like to party. The guy with the leg wound, I just like to stay at drinking me. And I'm like, and clearly that's not working for you because look, look what you have going on here. And it's a direct consequence of the lifestyle, which was fine when you were 20. You got away with it. But now that you're 50, All of that has caught up with you. Okay. I don't think I've told you this story. Are you ready? Oh my gosh. (laughs) I got to let me clear my throat. Okay. (laughs) So uh, I had to clear my throat for this story. Patient comes in and because of their habitus, meaning Chrissy knows, but because of their size, because of their shape, this person was as wide as they were tall. Maybe not quite, but pretty close. So a petite person who's very big. And again, I'm not being judgmental of her because I understand this. So a real wide person and is having breathing problems. So breathing problems is what brings them in. Now, breathing problems, because not helped by the fact that you're so big and your tummy is so big that it pushes everything up and you just, you can't get carbon dioxide out. I mean, this is, now not everyone has COPD because of weight. It's usually a smoking thing, but it's not made easier by being so heavy. So came in with breathing problems. So that's what I'm helping them with, but we have to ask about everything. So I say to this person, what can I get you to drink? Uh, you know, you're in the hospital, we're getting ready to go on BiPAP, which you guys all know is like the breathing machine at home, except for in the hospital BiPAP, you're getting, as you breathe out, you're breathing against pressure. And as you breathe in, you're breathing against pressure. It's both ways. And it's so we can kind of help her with her lungs. Okay. Give her a break, help her lungs offload some CO2. She says to me, Mountain Dew, type two diabetic, Mountain Dew. And I said, I said, I said, do you mean diet Mountain Dew? We don't have it. Like I can get you some diet Sprite. I can get you water. I can get you some diet like Shasta. They have the worst pop there. Shasta, <laughs> but like baby cans of Shasta. Come on, yeah. 1986. Like I know Shasta called Dr. Pib. Knock, knock, knock. Dr. Pib is here. Anyway, um, and she goes, no, regular. I said, now the blood glucose on admit was 432. Um, blood glucose level was 432. So so elevated blood glucose level, a- elevated A1C, and says to me, I drink regular Mountain Dew. Now, I am not like, I looked at her and I said, tell me you don't drink regular pop. Like, tell it. Just tell, like lie to me. We all should lie about this stuff. You're going to do it. What would you tell your nurse that is having to give you 12 units of insulin to combat what you have going on? You have all these health problems. I mean, when I gave the evening meds, there were 12 of them. So we're not talking, we're not t- regular pop, regular pop regular pop. I I said, tell me, tell me you're not drinking regular pop. Tell me. They were like, nope. 
Now, of course, I've changed the details of that. So I'm protecting HIPAA and I'm protecting that patient. But the point is, the point is, is that is that it's coming for you. These are the consequences. This is this is what happens. It's pay now or pay later. Even if they were to drink, and I don't agree with this, but even if they were just to drink diet Mountain Dew, that's going to be so much better for their blood sugar levels than regular. And I know diet pop is full of poisons. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm just saying even that's better. But life has taken, she has taken herself down this road. She's taken herself down this road. And the end of this road is when her lungs finally quit working and she she does not continue to exist. And all these things, all this pop drinking, all the smoking, all that, that is taking her down a path. And eventually the piper is going to call. She has to pay the piper at the end of the road. And I'm sitting here thinking, I'm just kind of, I'm thinking to myself, like, uh, you're the medication you're getting, you're basically just trying to keep her alive because her body is not able to keep her alive without your medication. Right. Well, I know she's doing pretty good on her, on her own, like uh, staying alive, like staying alive means something different to an ICU nurse than to like a regular person. (laughs) Now is she thriving? No. No. But she's living and breathing and peeing and pooping and eating on her own, yeah. it, it, but takes a ton of medication. But you're right, Christy. Like it's, it's a road she's going down. The road you're going down drinking regular Mountain Dew is eventually you're going to lose feeling in your feet. Maybe not now, but eventually with type two diabetes, you're, and maybe your eyesight starts to get really crappy. You know, maybe, maybe you have unexplained and this person did back pain. Nobody knows why. Well, it's from carrying all that all that weight in the front. So there's a road you're going down. There's a road you're going down. And either you fix the problems early on or when you know about them, or you just keep going down that road. I'm always amazed at people that continue to smoke and drink. They have a heart attack. We throw a couple stints in there and they just keep going down that road. And eventually they need a cabbage. They need coronary artery bypass grafting. They need open heart surgery. Because they kept going down that road. So it's it's just amazing to me. Either you fix it or it's going to happen. It just reminds me of a story uh, that's in that's on my Code Red documentary that is going to, at the time we're recording this, it still hasn't been released, but it should be any time now. Um, it, sh- it could be... It could be the end of 23. It could be uh, first quarter of 24. We don't know. But one of the the rebels featured in my film is Heather Meldrum. And Heather's husband is Jim. And on the film, it shows that Jim drinks Mountain Dew, regular Mountain Dew. And he drinks a lot of it. And this is on the film. And Heather knows and it's a public knowledge and and i'm ranting and it's on the film that i am i am screaming at jim and i said the, the line to him i said death is coming sooner to you and and i don't I, it, guys change comes by design or disaster i mean it's really sad and it's not enough i i think at the time that that i'm talk we're talking to you right now i don't think jim has done anything about it i don't know what it's going to take for him to finally realize he's killing himself slowly and 88% of this country is metabolically sick and fat and it's happening to um 88% they're just killing themselves slowly what, what what's going to be the turning point what's going to be the wake up call so Christy, I've had trouble with my right knee recently. <clears throat> About six months, I went in and got uh, an injection and I had bilateral x-rays. And when I got in there, the doctor was like, I did not know what to expect when you walked in because all I had seen was your x-rays. I didn't know you. He said, but you're fit and you're young looking. 
Thank you again to the Botox. Um, so, uh, but, but you're young looking. I take good care of my skin. I stay out of the sun. He said, but looking at your x-rays, you've got 80 year old knees. Mm. So why is that? Well, that is because uh, as a young kid, we worked very hard during those formative years when my knee joints were probably being formed. I carried heavy weight. I mean, heavy relative to my age. Christy did too. We had to lift and pick up heavy weight. So that's going to cause some damage. Kids probably aren't supposed to do that young, but it's fine. I'm not blaming anyone. And then I became, uh, did high school sports, certainly not any kind of athlete, but that's wearing and tearing on that joint. And of course at Orfino high school in Orfino, Idaho, we ain't got no squishy track. We had a cement track. That was the worst too. Like talk about shin splints and remember that oh. Christy, there, there was no, there was no rubber, rubber track for us. So I had years of running on that. And then let's fast forward to me being morbidly obese for many, many, many years. Carrying that weight on my knees is so bad for you. And so then fast forward to today. How did I get here? It, I paid, I am paying the piper for the choices I made my whole entire life. That's why I have 85 year old knees and I'm going to need total knees at some point. It's, it, it's just a consequence of some of my own choices and some not. But it is a consequence, Christy, and I can't be angry at my knees. You can't be 300 pounds for 20 plus years and expect that to be okay for you not to have any consequences to that. If I had gotten my weight under control in my early 20s after having babies gotten under control, if, if there were a code red back then, then Christy, I may not be dealing with the same thing now, but it is a consequence of those actions. Hmm. That reminds me of a scripture. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Thank you. Just... Okay. Yeah. When you paused, I was like, it's time for some Jesus. <laughs> Christy needs some Jesus. Christy, are you ready? Okay. First yes. Samuel 15, verse 22, Samuel and Saul and the Lord are talking. Okay. And Samuel replied, does the Lord delight in burnt offering and sacrifices as much as in obeying the voice of the Lord, because Saul was saying, I did this. I did this. I gave you these offerings. I, I did all this stuff to make up for some of the wrong stuff I did. Does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in obeying the verse, the voice of the Lord? Here's the scripture. And this came to me before we started talking, but I had to go look it up and see where it was to obey is better than sacrifice. And to heed is better than the fat of rams for rebellion is like the sin of witchcraft and arrogance like the evil of idolatry so obedience is better than sacrifice to obey is better than sacrifice so it's, and, it's like it's like when people say it's uh, better to ask for forgiveness than permission no it's opposite according to god and that's exactly the example when people say well i'll just do it and ask for forgiveness later to obey. That's what Saul was trying to do. And he's like, but I did this. I did this. I did this. And Samuel said, but obedience is better than sacrifice. It is so much better to obey on the outset. And I have two examples of this. And I'm going to let Christy talk about the first one, even though she doesn't know about it yet. And that is dogs. Why is it so important to get out ahead on your training with your dogs. And what does that have to do with this? 
Uh, well, yeah, I, I mean, if I'm just talking about Hazel, you know, I've spent the last uh, 12 months um, uh, putting in 24-7 with this dog, and, and it's it, it, it's it has not stopped. And now that she is bigger and she's uh, stronger, uh, I don't have to worry about having to control her because I can control her with commands, uh, verbal commands or hand signals or uh, whatever. And, and now I don't have to fight with her. So it's easier to control a puppy when you, if you can get them when they're young because they're physically not stronger than you and you can kind of yes. get your bluff in on them early. Uh, same thing with like a Great Dane. You could definitely want to get those dogs trained early on. But of course, they will overpower you. And now that that Hazel is much older, uh, it's and bigger. It's much harder to control her. So I'm glad I got I got that trained now because now it's just a verbal command and she doesn't try to overpower me. That is just like Chrissy getting her eating control yeah. early in life. So she's not trying to wrestle with a big dog like diabetes, like out of control food addiction when she's 50 because she got it under control when she was 25 and 30. She got it under control. Um, I have three Great Danes. And let me just tell you, you have to get your bluff in on them quick. Uh, there is one that we did not raise that we adopted. In fact, he just walked outside behind me. If you saw a blurry mass. And last night he rolled in cow poop. That's his favorite thing to do. Yeah, that's lovely. So because of the way he was raised, which I believe was a little bit abusive, um, if you tell him to come to you, all my dogs will come. But he is scared. I think they used to grab him and then hit him. So he's scared when you say, come here. No, come here. Like if you see me, you're serious. So Brandon had to hold him. And then I got the scrubby and I scrubbed his shoulders down because it's the middle of the, I mean, it's getting cold. We can't really hose him off outside. So I had to scrub him in the mudroom and he starts pulling back. He was scared. So he starts pulling back and Brandon, because Brandon's a fighter or Brandon's like, come here and like, does that thing where you're going to muscle through. And I said, stop. And Brandon looked at me and the dog looked at me. I said, you're not going to win a strength war with this dog. And he looked at me. I said, I know you're strong, Brandon. That's not what I'm saying. You're not going to win this war. You're not going to, that dog is going to out pull you. That dog pound for pound is stronger than you. Hazel pound for pound is stronger than Christy. Although Christy's very strong. Hazel's a maniac. If Hazel didn't want to obey Christy, she could destroy somebody. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing. Your diabetes is going to destroy you if you don't pay now and get it under control. Just like a Great Dane. Your children getting type 2 diabetes later on. Your children having osteoarthritis. Your children having joint problems. Get it under control now. Get them away from the inflammatory foods. Mm -hmm. And, and it's, it's just, it's the exact same thing. You cannot wrestle a Great Dane. You're not going to win. But if they think that you're the boss early on, then they will do exactly what you say. And you're never going to have to wrestle them. And I think that dogs are an excellent example of this, of this theory right here. I'll tell you, it's so much more expensive if you wait until later and the problem gets out of control. It's just like getting a mole checked. If you get it checked now, you just pay your office copay visit. You get it checked now or a cavity in your teeth. You know how many times people have let things go where it was just a small, just get it. Get your x-rays once a year. Let the dentist look at your teeth. Get in on it early because I've had a root canal. I think I've had three root canals and uh, they. it's like that – I have let things, I don't, I'm not really good at letting the, I don't, I don't let things go, but if you don't get them checked out, they will take root and they will uh, get into something huge. Now you're losing teeth. Now you run yourself up in a thousands of dollars of, of dental bills. I mean, talk about 
change will come by design or disaster with your teeth, especially um, your cholesterol, your, your triglycerides getting out of control, your A1C getting out of control. So many things you can tackle now and get it down now before it just gets uh, just gets off the charts out of control because it's gonna it, you're gonna have to deal with it now or later. It's just more expensive to deal with it later and it's a lot harder to deal with it later. It might as well get into control right now. I, I want to talk about Marley, your friend, Marley Jacks. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, she's very uh, popular on social media. She has some amazing stories. And, and Christy is good friends with Marley. I've met her several times. I love her. And, and she was not unhealthy, but got cancer and decided to change her life. Short, long story short, and got her life under control. It wasn't out of control, but but really, really trimmed up the edges, really tightened it up. And she was able to battle and beat cancer naturally. Not everyone can. She was able. But Christy, she had to make those choices to deal with it now, to really get in there and do it now, and, and, and to take care of it at this point rather than letting it wait. And I see so many people wait, Christy. They have unexplained uh, vaginal bleeding. They have, um, you know, uh, pain. They have, and they don't go in. They don't go in. They don't go in. Not Marley. She found out what was wrong and she took matter into her own hands. And, and you have to respect that. You have to really respect that she she got on top of it. It was a problem, but she got on top of it quickly and was able to turn the tide. Oh, that's such a great example. Um, she, and she stayed on and then she had to be consistent with the, her own at home, her own treatment plan. She had to be consistent with it and do it every day, every week, every month, month in and month out all the way. And then she has to continue to do it even today. And I know like we're having lunch today and she's in having a, a checkup right now. She stays on top of her markers. She stays on top of her numbers. She gets regular yep. blood work. So it's a commitment, uh, but she's not letting it get to the point where she's got to go chemo and radiation. She's, she's jumping on it early and she's able to control it with natural, uh, remedies. Uh, but she has to, she, oh, she had to commit. It was a huge, she had to change her entire life. Yep. So the other example, Christy, that I think of when I think of this, uh, pay now or pay later are children, children, who's got some children, children. who's got some kidlets here that's listening. Um, I work, uh, I know somebody, I don't work with them. Sorry. And they are, uh, afraid of their children. Oh, what's yep. this? Yep. Afraid. I uh, had some problems with an older son and, uh, and now they're, they're fearful of them. And, uh, let me, let me, let me tell you a little something about Larry Terhurst started and, and, and everybody, well, when everybody hears this story, they go, I nailed that kid six ways from Sunday. They wouldn't have a phone. It's easy to say that. But now you're looking at an almost grown man who is stronger than you as a single mom. Okay. So now that's your situation. Now that's the situation. It's like when we adopted this, this great Dane, if he hadn't had some basic stuff, we would have been in trouble. Cause now we're looking at 130 pound great Dane who didn't learn the basics. So that's that's the same situation that this person is in with their son. You've got a grown son who doesn't you're afraid of and is physically intimidating to you. Now we it's easy for us to say, well, I, I'll tell you what, I I wouldn't put up with that. Well, you try, you try pulling on a great dane and let me know how strong you are. You try, you try handling it's it's easy to say, 
But I will say that you, this is the whole point to my story. Christy, you got to get your bluff in on kids early. You got to get your bluff in on kids early. Uh, my son, at he's 24, but when he was 17, 16, he was stronger than me. I'm here to tell you he was stronger than me. And I knew it, but he wouldn't have crossed me for anything. He wouldn't cross me now. He wouldn't cross me now because I got my bluff in early. I paid early on, which is not being mean to children, but consistently you need to obey me or here are the consequences. These are the rules. You need to listen the first time. I used to say to my kids all the time, the only thing I want to hear come out of your mouth right now is yes and mom, nothing else, not a but, not an if, not an and or a can we or a wine, only yes and mom. So I got on the problem early, Christy. I paid the piper early. Obedience is better than sacrifice. To heed is better than the fat of rams. I, I made sure those children knew how to heed my word early on. And I never had a fear that my son would physically hurt me. It never even occurred to me, Christy. Never even occurred to me. There are a couple of times when I was like, boy, he's a lot stronger than me. If he, if he wanted to not listen it's just like people that uh, pull around, you know, those huge Clydesdales with a tiny little re lead rope. Well, the lead rope obviously is, you know, symbolic, <coughs> ornamental. But you have to get control of your children early. You have to get, it is so much better to, to establish dominance and not in a mean way, but establish authority early. Same with your health. Same with your diabetes, same with your heart disease, same with your weight, same with your food addictions, same with your pantry, same with your freezer, same with that little glove box in your car. If you're rolling around there with clearance Halloween candy, y'all get control of your car. It's better to do it now than later. This is going to be wrong timing for this, but I was going to add that Hazel is a Belgian Malinois and they are the most lethal dogs on the planet and they are, they're bred to bite. They, that's what they do. They're military and police dogs. And that's why you don't have them as pets. They're only working dogs because that's what they are bred to do. And so when I know the tendency is there, because even Hazel at six weeks old, they were biting. And so the first Ugh. thing I taught her was an out command. And so that way, if she if she's playing with a ball or if, if an approved toy and I needed her to let go, um, she lets go upon that command because I knew I needed to be able to get her off of a bite quick if I if, if it ever happened, you know, and so that that was the first command. I was like, uh, I got to be able to control this dog who's actually a lethal dog that will kill somebody if, if, if it, if it's not controlled. So you're so right about that. Um, you've got to, I mean, guys, do disaster change will come by designer disaster. You can control the situation either it's pay now or pay later. And we might've done a podcast called pay now or pay later. It's you, you do it now or you do it later. It's coming for you if you let it go now. And a lot of, I want to make a comment about a kid kids. I realize that your kids might be thin and you, you know that they can metabolize the, the pop tarts and the s'mores and they can, they can eat the captain crunch and, and they don't get thin. They don't get, uh, they don't gain weight, but that doesn't mean it's healthy for them. Guys, you don't want type two diabetes. That's blood on your hands. If your kid gets that, cause you're the one buying the groceries, you're the one feeding it to them. So be really careful that you don't set your kids up with all the same problems that Carrie and I, uh, dealt with and all most of you had to deal with later on in life. And we're not blaming our parents. We're just saying no. that we had weight problem and you have, a, you had a weight problem and, and we don't want our kids to let's, let's, let's try to raise our kids with a different thought about food than what we had, uh, because we don't want them having to go down this road like we did. 
And you know what's nice about Christy about dealing with it now? Y'all that are listening to me right now, you know what it's nice about you being able to take back your life right now uh, at this point, join a challenge, get a custom program, get some VIP coaching, clean out your cupboard. You know what it's nice about it? You know what's nice? Listen, everyone listen to me. You are doing it on your own terms. You're doing it on your own terms. So pay now, pay later. When it's a pay later situation, it's not your own terms. You don't get to choose. You're going in for the chemo. You're going in for the open heart. They're rolling you into the OR. They're telling you, sorry, but we have to take off the lower part of your leg. Those aren't your terms. So if you get your life in order now, it's on your terms. You get to choose how you lose the weight. You get to choose the bacon and eggs and the avocado. Mm. You get to choose the pre-portion pre. You get to choose your coach. It's not an emergency situation. Is it urgent? Yes. A lot of you are tipping right there on diabetes. You're on that thin little line. You're standing on the precipice. You're looking over. They've been saying pre-diabetes, which means we're waiting for a number bad enough. But if you do it now, if you quit smoking now, if you quit drinking the diet Mountain Dew and the regular Mountain Dew now, it's on your terms. You get to choose. And let me tell you, life is so much better. Life is, you will feel so much more in control if you get to make the choices about being healthy, not being forced to do it because your eyesight's going, because one of your kidneys is failing and you're now on dialysis. Christy, when I worked in El Paso, Texas, At the hospital there in the ICU, big ICU, almost every single bed was on dialysis. I had never seen a thing like it. I mean, I'd seen dialysis as a nurse. Like they roll in, they do dialysis, they leave. High, 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 high diabetes rates in that area, in that part of the United States. And I thought, what if you are forced to change your lifestyle because you have to do dialysis three times a week? Now you're in control of taking care of this before it gets to that point. Wow. That's a great place to end this podcast. That was powerful (laughs) and profound guys. We love you. We appreciate you joining us on this episode of rebel weight loss and lifestyle. Join us. Lots of ways you can join code red. I'm not going to try to list them. You know how to reach us if you need us and we'll see you on the next one. Thank you, sis. See you guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you are looking for some hardcore accountability to get and keep this weight off, look no further because I've got VIP Connection. This is the ultimate connection to me just short of me sleeping on your couch. You're going to get three daily messages from me in real time directly to you. You're going to submit your weight every Friday. We're going to go over it in a weekly meeting on Sunday nights, and I'm going to give you feedback. You'll have access to a monthly VIP breakfast with me and Boise, a monthly VIP supplement box, access to any workshop, any PDF promo that I hold for that month. You'll have access to the ringside membership. And best of all, you'll have a fully customized nutrition program written just for you. We're talking about over $3,000 total value for $3.97 a month, and you can cancel anytime. Go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash VIP to check that out.